welcome to Time Limit. Brett Harned here. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. This episode is all about a specialization in the project management field that operates just a little differently than a lot of other fields, and that's agency project management. I had the pleasure of connecting with Donna Sargent, who's a program manager for Wonderman Thompson, which is a global digital agency headquartered in New York, but with 200 offices in 90 markets. This conversation was a lot of fun for me because I worked for a long time in the agency world, and I know and have spoken a lot about the challenges of those roles. It was fun to dig in on everything from how to get an agency PM job all the way through to how you work out process with clients and everything in between. I think you'll enjoy this interview with Donna. Check it out. Donna Sargent, thank you so much for joining me today on Time Limit. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. I'm so excited to talk to you today about agency project management. It's something that you and I have in common, so I'm sure we're going to share some of the challenges we've faced (laughs) in that realm, as well as some of the things that make the job fun. Yes. Uh, Because I do think it's a fun project management job, right? It is. It is. It's my favorite, actually. Cool. Me too. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just like a, a different kind of environment. And I think we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit. I was wondering if maybe you could kind of start just by telling us a little bit about the types of projects that you work on. And maybe we should establish what I mean by an agency too. Um, if you can talk about maybe that level of like your work setting, that might be cool. Okay. So I currently work uh, with Wonderman Thompson and I love it. Um, agencies have... My specific agency has very much a startup feel, even though um, it's a larger agency. Um, we work to, like my specific uh, role and project right now is a digital project where we are helping our client with rebranding an entire website. So it is exciting that I need uh, that I'm working with so many different types of roles. I work with content strategists. I work with strategists in general. I work with the creative team. I work with a development team offshore. I uh, work with the account supervisors as well as multiple other PMs that project managers specifically um, that kind of roll up into me um, as I'm the program manager over a large project, um, but. I love the um, autonomy that I have to run that that project, um, but also um, I have a network of people across the agency that I can tap into and ask questions um, as we're getting rolling on such a very large project. Um, I I really do. I I love that um, that very quick and like fast pace of an agency and this kind of project. Um, you know, have you had that same experience where agencies, agency work is kind of fast paced, but it's always really fun and involved? Um, what's been your experience? Oh, yes, for sure. So in my career, also in digital project management, um, I've worked in large agencies. So I worked for Razorfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked for a smaller agency called Happy Cog. That was my last project management job, all in digital, uh, mostly in website design or redesign, highly creative, um, working with the same types of people as you. And I think the creative aspect is part of what makes it fun because yes. there's a lot of research and discovery that you get to take part in and kind of shaping project 
goals, shaping scopes, um, contributing to creative at times when you're on the yes. smaller team. Um, those are all the things that, that I really like about it. I'm curious, yeah. um, you mentioned website branding. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what other types of projects do you work on in the digital realm? Um, well, in the digital realm specifically for um, the program that I'm currently on, um, my development team is very much on, I, I'm very much in the weeds with the development team um, because there's so much to do. We're, we're not only rebranding, but we're moving a website onto a new platform. So there's quite a bit of, you know, um, AEM with a, like working with Adobe and working with um, a CRM and a CMS. So just to make sure that we're managing all the content um, and working with a very agile development team to make sure that my creative team is churning and my content uh, strategists are creating content decks and comps and things of that nature and making sure that the sprints the sprint boards are full and the backlogs full for the team um that's doing all the development so there's a lot of that to balance as well i love it so one of the things that you're talking about is this kind of like balance right that a digital mm-hmm. pm has to take on because you're you're managing teams of specialists who are kind of like all all working toward the same goals, of course, yes. but they have very different specialties, right? Like you mentioned content yes. strategy. I'm sure there's UX um, mm-hmm. development. Like those are different, not just different <laughs> tasks, but also very different personalities that you're managing. Yes. Those teams, yes. um, which, so. which can be a lot of fun, but also can be a, a really huge challenge. Yes. I personally, I love that you're laughing through this because you totally relate to <laughs> I personally in this realm have always kind of considered myself more of like the creative design and UX and content project manager, just because that's my background. And it sounds like you're really embedded in technical. Do do you have a specialty on either side? And do, do you think it's important for someone in digital to specialize in an area within, within a digital project management? So I think that, it helps. It always. I really do. I think that it helps when you have some sort of background in it. So it could be on the UX side where you've, you know, you know a little more about wireframes and you know a little bit more about, you know, content structure and making sure that you're, that the flow and the taxonomy of the page makes sense and things of that nature. Um, I think it, it definitely helps when you're having that um, those kinds of conversations with your subject matter expert um, that you can understand what they're they're trying to convey to you. Mm-hmm. Um, my background has been more so on the software development side. Um, so being, and I've, I've worked also before this role at a very small startup where I had to work like side by side with my designers and um, mm-hmm. doing mind mapping and things of that nature. So I had a little bit of both worlds before I came into this role. And I think that really helped because I knew how to ask certain questions of my tech team um, and, you know, finding out whether or not, you know, they needed more time on certain sprints and stories and how we were going to break things up versus um, working with my team and making sure that we're fleshing out the design and the ideas that um, may come to light for the client. So I think it helped to have a little bit of both. Um, And my background, I think, leaned a little bit more towards the technical side. 
Got it. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I always tell people that I know enough to make me dangerous and you don't want you don't want me in your design files or in your code ever. Uh, and that's fair because I shouldn't be. That's yeah. not my job, right? Exactly. Um, right. So you you mentioned um, you're a program director at Wonderman. Program Cons- manager. Program, program manager. manager. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? Um, can you kind of explain what the structure is and the level of kind of PM within Wonderman Thompson? Sure. Um, so currently there are uh, project, well, right now there are associate project managers. Um, that's the just breaking into project management. Okay. Um, and then there are project managers, senior project managers, and then program managers. So, and then of course, a program director. And then we have a group director. <laughs> okay. Well, it's huge. I mean, Wonderman Thompson is a huge global agency, it is. right? It's yeah. huge. It really yeah. is. So, and I mean, and I understand, and it's awesome because it's it's obvious that you can grow. I, that's right. how I see it. I see it that it's awesome that I know that there's somewhere there's a trajectory. I can I can grow here, and I can like learn so many different things. And because they have so many different projects, um, I can pivot. If, if, you know, needed be, if they had a need, they always have a need. That's, that's something I also love about Wonderman Thompson. They always, there's always a need for a PM or someone to come in and tap in and help. So, um, but the, the process, like on my, on my current um, account, I have um, a technical project manager that's over the technical team. Uh, abroad. And then I have a project manager who works with me on a very large project, on this very large project, Okay, because there's so many different levels to it. So um, a project manager may be in the day-to-day making sure that the naming um, the naming structure and the nomenclature that we're following for our filing system, because there's so many content decks, because there's so many no, so many pages um, are being, you know, managed, and we have a, a a clean handoff process. If someone's outside of that process, we, you know, tap them on the shoulder and say, "Hey, uh, let's make sure that we're operating within this because there's so many different things to track that we need it to be a smooth thing." Um, and I handle things um, somewhat at a little higher of a level with regard to resource management, scope management. Um, making sure that the expectation with the client is set and I'm working side by side with my account supervisor to make sure that she understands exactly what's happening on the project side, on the actual development side and creative side. So there's a lot of um, coordination and collaboration to make sure that we're smoothly moving towards the goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we, ha- we have different people at different levels to help make sure ensure that happens. I really like that. You know, one of the things that project managers or people who are trying to get into project management will reach out to me and ask is, what can I do? How can I get my first job? And there are so many organizations that are, uh, and agencies specifically that are small boutique size agencies that are flat, that require more senior level project management because they don't have as much of a growth path. So I think to me, like pointing those people in the direction of larger agencies is a great way to not only break into project management, but also to get a crash course on how to be a good agency PM. Uh, I'm curious, how did you get into it? So I, I, I did a lot of applying at one point. Um, after being 
at a startup, I learned quite a bit mm-hmm. um, because at a startup, you have to <laughs> wear many hats. Um, and I was looking for a role in which I could one grow, you could see that growth and you can understand that there are different levels and um, learn more because this is my first agency role. Um, and I, like I mentioned before, I had the background in both technology and I could very much speak to a product owner and a, uh, CX and I mean, a UX person and right. things like that, just to talk through the experience. And I think that that is what, um, won them over. I could have that, that, um, t- vernacular back and forth with, um, my technical team, but also know how to work with a creative team. Because working with, like you mentioned, creative teams are very different than that of your technology team and back-end uh, engineers or full-stack engineers. It's completely different. And to be able to pivot, to talk to either, and be able to talk to a client was something that they were looking for. So um, that's how they reached out to me and I got involved. I, I actually uh, saw the role and reached out to someone on LinkedIn, um, one of the cool. HR, and they reached right back out to me. That's great. Having that network is awesome when when you're looking for something (laughs) new. Um, But it's also, uh, you know, I do want to say just for folks out there who are looking for ways to break into project management, I think digital is a great area because, you know, obviously it's not going anywhere. It can Mm -hmm. be done remotely really well um, and and easily. Um, And it's a good way to just break into an industry that is fun and creative where you get the opportunity to make mistakes and, and recover from the, from, from those mistakes without yes. like destroying your career in most exactly. cases. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Cause I mean, the mistakes are going to happen. I feel like uh, PMs don't love that, but it's true. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to scope creep is going to happen and you have to be able to manage that. And, and have that conversation or even have that relationship um, with your account soup and, and the client to make sure that you can communicate what's going on and how that's a little bit outside of the scope and, you know, things of that nature. You learn so much right. um, at an agency. It's a wealth of knowledge and Absolutely. it really is the awesome place to start. So you, you mentioned account management and I want to dig in on that a little bit because in my experience in a large agency, um, you know, I was uh, basically working for one client. It was a pharmaceutical company, probably like 20 plus projects happening at one time between web development, SEO, banner ads, all of that kind of stuff. And that was a lot to coordinate for one person. Um, And there was an account team that had five people. And to me, this was the biggest challenge that I experienced as a project manager in an agency. It was the imbalance of account management and project management (laughs) and how account management would commit the team to things that project management would never commit to because account management wasn't necessarily educated enough on process or estimating and scopes and would commit to things and it would drive me crazy. So (laughs) can you, I don't know if you've had that experience, I'm sensing possibly, but could you maybe like share a little bit about like how it works in in your agency when it comes to account management and project management, how you collaborate and what the overlap might be? So 
Yes. So here at an agency, I'm glad you mentioned it. Um, at an agency, um, it's it's very different from a strictly software development or um, just any other role I've ever had. I've always been both. I've always been the account management where I'm the one talking to the client and the project manager at the same time with the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but in agencies, the strategist and the account managers are the ones who are kind of organizing the um, the scope of what you're going to deliver. And there is, just like you mentioned, sometimes a disconnect. Um, I'm very happy to say I love my manager. And um, she is very much a, um, she's driven and assertive. So she will make sure that she's already made sure that she is, that project management specifically at her level is inside of those meetings. So, because we need to understand from a resourcing standpoint, that's how we've driven ourselves into the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a resource process um, point of view, we need to understand what's being delivered so that we can make sure we have the resources to support it. So that's how we've made sure that we're in the room and part of that process so that the disconnect won't be so large. <laughs> so, right. so we've definitely had that, those experiences and we've learned from them. So those lessons learned have, have led to us being a part of that process so that we don't have those situations anymore. So that we're, we're not promising things we cannot deliver. Um, so the, I completely understand what you mean. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> awesome to hear. I mean, I, I think it's a learning process, right? And yes. and anytime you join a new team in a role like this, it will always be a learning process and you have to be open to changing and adapting to meet the needs of the project, the team that you're working with, the scope, your stakeholders. There's so much you have to think about. But uh, another thing I want to mention is when you're working in a smaller agency, like more of a boutique size agency, right. you often tend to have to take on those account management and project management responsibilities in one, which can be difficult. Um, I personally really enjoy that because Mm -hmm. I think it's important for a PM to have a seat at the table when there's any conversation regarding any project or program details. Um, And sometimes when the team is bigger and there are more roles, there are less seats at the table and the PM gets kicked to the back. Um, So I just wanted to mention that because I think... It, it's there is a difference in the way that you can PM at an agency, um, just depending on the company you're working for. Absolutely. So, you know, mm-hmm. there are lots of challenges that digital project managers, agency project managers face. I'm wondering what other challenges do you tend to face in your day to day? I think um, one of them is the management of expectation. I am uh, very <laughs> um, adamant about making sure that the expectation is clear. So my expectations of my team, um, you know, whether it be through hot sheets or our, I have multiple, I have bi-weekly meetings with the entire team mm-hmm. to make sure that we are tracking and that everyone understands at the top of the week what my expectations are um, and like, and they can communicate to me, is this too much? Can you not quite handle this? Are you being pulled in another direction because of another project. Like, talk to me and make sure that we're all under the same um, understanding of what we're going to deliver for even just this week or this sprint. Um, and that's across teams. That's 
for creative, that's for my tech team. I would like people to just make sure they're communicating with me. And then of course, with my account soup, I make sure that um, if when in meetings with the client, if they're saying something that doesn't quite sound like the expectation that we, we've originally set, being um, the challenge I found is making sure that they are aware of the scope and when mm-hmm. something grows outside of that scope without being annoying about it. You want to make, you want to make sure you have a great relationship with your client. I I like having a great relationship with the client or um you know a comfortable one so that you can talk to them about okay, well, we're tracking and cuz I like to bring up like um what we talked about in the kickoff around like this is what we're delivering. And when things kind of go grow outside of that, how we make sure they understand that this is more than the scope. And right. like, are we going to now talk about a extension or um, how would you like to manage this extra piece of uh, scope? How would you like to, uh, you know, add this to the current scope? Absolutely. Something shift, you know, those kinds of things I find to be challenging, but to make sure that everyone is under the same understanding impression <laughs> at the same time is something that I, is challenging, I think. Absolutely. It's <laughs> it's challenging to build relationships when there's a little bit of a barrier between you and the client, if, if that right. ever exists. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I think the point that you're making is so clear. It's just that when you do make the time to build those relationships and focus on the people, sometimes delivering the bad news is just a little bit easier. Yes. Be- because you've got a rapport and you've got a mutual understanding and the expectations are just set. It just makes right. things easier. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, um, how do you kick off projects? So in, in an agency, um, I've mm-hmm. learned it's, it's quite different because you get a brief so you will receive a brief from the client and they will explain to you what they're uh, wanting to deliver or convey. The strategy team will then take that, um, grow upon it, and then present that brief back to the client to make sure that they understand and that they are signing off on the new creative um, direction. That brief will then be uh, given to the entire team, the creative team specifically. Um, and. I will then take that information and make sure that everyone has it. So uh, as a program manager, I'll make sure that the team, I'll do a quick um, kickoff meeting where I'm talking about like, this is the scope. This is what we're working toward. The strategy team will do a complete um, share out of what the client is looking for. And then I'll also make sure that everyone on the team understands here are our key players. Here are the stakeholders, the decision makers on the project. Um, you know, this is how you're going to be, you know, putting in your time across our time management system. Um, you know, here are our cadences. We're going to have meetings on the state um, so that we're tracking towards it. Um, and then I also make sure that when I create a project plan, we're going to walk through the project plan together. Let me know if this is too aggressive. This is how I see, I see us hitting the date. Let me know whether or not we need to shift things. And like, I'll bring those things up as we um, move along the project. But Great. that's how I kind of kick off a project uh, within an agency. It first starts with the client and then the strategy team. Yeah. So it sounds like you're, for you? yeah, I mean, so I talk about kickoffs in multiple ways at agencies because I think 
what, what you're talking about is kind of like an internal kickoff where you kind of need to make sure that everyone involved in the project internally is aligned on the scope, the goals, the timeline, and all those constraints that come along with it. Um, and also doing a little bit of team building and making everyone kind of comfortable <laughs> right. with the team atmosphere. Yeah. Then I think um, I've done client kickoffs in a couple mm. of different ways, but the most kind of effective and my most favorite way to kick off meetings is after doing some research and discovery work, if that's called for in a project, gathering the entire team as well as the entire stakeholder team mm-hmm. for like a day or a half day of sessions to dig in further on things like goals, talking about kind of differences that might have come up in stakeholder interviews and really zeroing in on what the thing is that we're building is most important. Because I think that's the the most confusing thing about digital projects is your team might uh, be assigned to a project, they come into it, there's already an established scope and estimates and probably like a, an understanding of how you'll get there but you all are a little uneasy about it because what you're building is reliant on this kind of flexible creative process and whatever the designer makes then has to be built and what they make needs to kind of stay within a scope so that the project can be profitable. So it's this like tricky game yes. of like cat and mouse, right? Yes. It, it can be really <laughs> tough. So that that's just kind of how I've handled Uh, projects, but I would love to talk a little bit about process, like getting into actually how you're delivering projects. And I know that you mentioned Agile. Um, So I'm curious if you could kind of talk to me a little bit about what Agile methods you're using and how that's working in delivery. Okay. Um, We we are definitely using Agile and we, um, as a team both internally and externally with with our clients do PI planning um, where we come together as a team to talk about um, the different things that each um, group will be managing because there's quite a few projects my specific project because uh, there are three yeah there are three program managers on this okay. one client mm-hmm that's big. And yeah, it's large. <laughs> it's very large. Um, and we have, you know, CRM is managed in by one program manager and, um, you know, updates and maintenance things are handled by one program manager and I handle uh, the rebranding and the revamp and migration. Okay. So there's so many different um, individuals who have different needs and this entire group, this entire um team as a whole uh, manages this one client. So there's a lot of resource balancing. Um, So when we have a PI planning, we all come together to talk about the interdependencies and the timelines together so that we can um, plan a few months at a time. So we'll plan a quarter at a time and the different objectives that we want to deliver. So we'll have a release train manager We'll just be managing that. Um, that's the goal that we're all kind of working towards to make the entire team more agile. Right now, the, the creative team isn't as agile as our obviously our development team. But right. we're moving toward 
making sure that everyone is aligned so that even our clients have more visibility into the interdependencies because they they see it as they have one flowing need. They have one journey that they need completed, um, but they don't have insight into if they ask for something very quickly at a moment's notice, what that affects. Right. So making sure that they have uh, insight into that and there's transparency, open transparency about all the different projects and all the different moving pieces um, gives them more um, of an opportunity to make informed decisions because otherwise it's just us telling them, well, this is going to change this. But if you at a PI meeting where we're talking about the different um, things that we need to deliver, they have visibility into the moving pieces. So we do, you know, a lot of the ceremonies, we have a daily standup with the client. Um, we have, uh, retrospectives and lessons learned at the end of a full project, you know, so those are some of the things that we absolutely, we do grooming, we do, um, you know, backlog grooming as well. Um, but sprint planning, we do all, we do quite a few of the ceremonies, um, on the technical side specifically, and we'll make sure that we're pulling in our UX and creative team to be a part of those meetings so that they have visibility before it goes, when it goes to a QA. It needs to make sure it goes through both a technical functional QA as well as a creative review QA before Definitely. it gets to the client in UAT. So there's a lot of things to manage in with, <laughs> with this large agile team. It's a lot of process. <laughs> so you're you're it sounds like you're basically managing uh, kind of like a hybrid process where right. and, and I imagine that it's because design is so open to feedback and rounds of revisions with clients that that almost has to stay that way. (laughs) Like it's hard to work in sprints with design, I think with a paying client. Um, But it makes sense that your sprints and more agile work would happen in development. That's how I've worked as well. I typically call that like a a hybrid process. Um, So that's cool. And, And then it sounds like you're also managing a level of kind of like support and maintenance and working that into <laughs> resourcing while you're trying to achieve all those goals on projects. So yes. it sounds about right in agencies. It's always fast paced. <laughs> Everyone's always way too busy and a little bit stressed out, but somehow it's yeah. still, somehow it's still <laughs> So I talk about like so the individual level as a PM. Um, how do you connect with other PMs within your agency. Like one of the things I remember was I was on this big team of project managers, but I still felt like an island because I was the one PM on on the account. And I wanted more insight into how other people were managing that and and working. How how are you doing that? So they very recently heard that exact same feedback (laughs) from the PMs. So they're working on it currently. So what we have is a group member I, I mentioned above my director um, over all the PMs and the project, the program managers and on my um, specific account, there's a group uh, director. So that group director is over all of the PMs um, and they report to all the PMs in the Wonderman Thompson agency. Um, and they've asked for a, a meeting. So we have a weekly meeting uh, where we get to talk about, you know, some of the things that we are working on, some of the challenges, et cetera, or if we have a need and we need a new uh, creative person or, and we have a resource meeting for that, but just to talk amongst PMs mm-hmm. because our concerns and needs are a bit specific to, to our, our, right, our right. industry. So we have a moment for that. And then um, 
those meetings, while we can be on an island by ourselves, it's a little difficult to relate to exactly what that person's going through. So um, they do have a share out where we share exactly what we are going through, but they're also, they'll invite a guest to that meeting and they'll talk about a mural. Uh, I'm not sure if you've used that. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. So like to show how, you know, different teams are using a specific um, tool or they'll talk through if something went wrong, this is how we should um, use a war room technique, you know, just to also bring back actual usable yeah. Uh, Sharing practices, giving yes, people exactly. guidance. That makes so sense. It's helpful. So we're 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 working on a perfect, you know, um <laughs> recipe for it. Mm-hmm. But uh it's awesome to be able to get with every every other PM and kind of hear what everyone's going through, as well as learn some new tricks along the way. So I think they're they're still perfecting that, but I, I love the fact that they we definitely heard the exact same feedback. It's like what's happening with the other PMs? Like, I don't even see them. I don't know what they do. <laughs> so yeah. we all get together and talk. Mm-hmm. I think those those meetings give you an opportunity to learn and grow, not just as individuals, but like as a team and as an organization too. So it's good to hear that you're doing that. So we've been talking for a while already. Wow. I, I already <laughs> want to schedule a follow-up to this. So we'll talk about that later. But on the podcast, my last question is always keeping in theme uh, with the title of the show, which as you know, is Time Limit. So uh, we've already mentioned it. I'm sure you're always busy and probably even overwhelmed at times. And I'm wondering <sighs> if there are any things that you know you have to do on a daily or weekly basis, no matter what, um, and how you make time for those things. So specifically to, I I, I definitely do because I, I do quite a bit at work and then I also have home life and um, quite a few things that I do on the side. So um, what I tend to have to do no matter what every single day is to make my to-do list. Like I know, and I look at my to-do list, I start it in the very morning, top of the day. Um, and I write down all the things that I need to do, but I also prioritize it. If you don't make the priority around what are the things that have to get done because your day will start and there'll be new priorities within an hour. So you need to know what things you absolutely have to focus on at the top of your day, if possible, or in the in the gaps within your day, they have to be managed. Um, and at the end of the day, um, I make sure that I look at this list, check off what's been uh, completed and adjust, finish some quick things, see what do I have some quick wins before the end of the night? Um, those are that's how I manage all of the things that are going yeah. on <laughs> um, because it's just the best way for me. It's one of my my productivity techniques. So That's awesome. <laughs> to-do list is needed. Well, Donna, thank you so much for joining me on Time Limit. Really appreciate you having here, having you here. And I hope we get to do this again soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome. Thanks. Okay. 
I have to admit, we cut that interview a little short. Donna's last point about to-do lists was totally on point, and I know we could have kept going for a long time. What do you think? Would you listen to more? If there's a topic you want me to cover on Time Limit, or if you want to suggest or even be a guest, please reach out. These conversations are so much fun for me and hopefully helpful and entertaining for you. At least that's the point. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.